Hello, everyone. Welcome again to the Persistent in Silence podcast. Today, we're going to talk about laughing, specifically Sarah, Abraham's wife. Why did she laugh? She had no clue that she was being heard. Did you ever think that your thoughts and your secret laughs or giggles were heard by God? Well, they are. So be very careful the next time God tells you something that you think is impossible. Keep your thoughts and your words and your secret giggles and your laughs to yourself. We're going to look at a little bit of background scripture about this. Ishmael has been born, but God has not accepted him as Abraham's heir. So let's look at Genesis 18 verses 1 and two, the Lord appeared again to Abraham near the oak grove belonging to Mamre. One day, Abraham was sitting at the entrance to his tent during the hottest part of the day. He looked up and noticed three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he ran to meet them and welcomed them, bowing low to the ground. Now, let's get to the meat of this. Let's go to verse 9. Where is Sarah, your wife? The visitors asked. She's inside the tent, Abraham said. Then one of them said, I will return to you about this time next year. And your wife, Sarah, will have a son. Sarah was listening to this conversation from the tent. Abraham and Sarah were both very old by this time. And Sarah was long past the age of having children. So she laughed silently to herself and said, How could a worn out woman like me enjoy such pleasure, especially when my master, my husband, is also so old? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Listen to what he said. Why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, can an old woman like me have a baby? Check out God's response. Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return this time next year and Sarah will have a son. Verse 15. Sarah was afraid, so she denied it, saying, I didn't laugh. So Sarah's probably not by herself in this situation. I think that all of us would have denied to God that we did not laugh. But you know, there's an elephant in the room. I looked up the term elephant in the room. I know we all know what it means, but we're going to get on the same page with this one. It means an issue that needs to be addressed, but it is being ignored or not acknowledged, or it means to ignore something obvious intentionally. Now, here's a big old elephant in the room. God ignored the fact, and it is a fact, that Sarah was 90 years old. Only God could do that. Now, as a woman, I know just as well as she does 
that her childbearing years are so far behind her, she doesn't even think about children anymore. But God had just said she was going to have a baby, a baby boy. She was 90. Now, to be honest, I think I would have laughed also. I can relate to what the Shunammite woman said to Elijah in 2 Kings. She told him, he told her she was going to have a baby. This is what she said to him. Oh, man of God, don't deceive me and get my hopes up like that. Now, in Sarah's case, humanly speaking, why would she even get her hopes up? She's way past that time. That's the part that was funny, but it really wasn't funny at all. There was no way she could get her hopes up about having a baby. It was over for her in this arena. She said it best herself. After I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? Now, the Holman Christian Study Bible puts it a very good way. It says, after I have become shriveled up and my Lord is old, will I have this pleasure? She's pretty hard on herself, isn't she? Look at the way she sees herself. Worn out, shriveled up. She sees Abraham as only an old man. What's wrong with that picture? Have you ever gotten a picture like that about yourself? She looks at having a baby as a pleasure. Now, one in her mind that she will never get to have the pleasure of having a baby that she birthed. That's why Hagar became so important to her for a minute. And it's the same with us. We don't want to get our hopes up about anything only to be let down once again. Sometimes I think it is easier to give up than to believe for the impossible. That is what keeps so many of us from continuing to believe for some of the things that we've prayed for, we've asked God about, and we've continued to ask him about it. We don't want to get our hopes up again. For Sarah, that time had come, that season was gone, you know? Now, I'm going to let you in on a big old secret. God does not care anything about our time. We can only measure time in chronos, which refers to minutes and seconds and days and weeks and months. That's how we do it. We are good at measuring time. We know when seconds and minutes have turned into years and ultimately years into decades. We know that. Heartache will set in if you're still waiting. But God uses the term kairos, which means an appointed time, an opportune moment, or a due season. Now, if you read my book, you know due season is really a very tough term for me and probably many seasoned veterans. We can't find due season on a clock. We can't find due season on a calendar because we've looked many times. God doesn't care about our chronos time. He gave that to us to measure time. It has nothing to do with him. He operates outside of time. But he's not insensitive to our way of measuring time because he gave us that too. So as far as Sarah was concerned, her time for children was up. 
So when she heard the men of God talking, she laughed. Just how ridiculous they sounded, you know? And as a woman, you're saying, they don't know nothing about me. They know nothing about a woman is probably what she was thinking. How could they make a prediction like that? Which brings us back to the question, why did Sarah laugh? Now, laughing is one of the emotions we use to cover up what we are really feeling. When you're in an awkward situation, someone is saying some pretty ugly things about you, and then they realize that you are in the room. You laugh with them to mask the hurt, or you laugh to keep from crying over certain things. You know the drill. You try to save face, not let your real feelings be known. So you laugh along with everybody else. It's funny, but in a very hurtful way. In the natural, we understand Sarah's laughter. The key word is in the natural. But let's look at God and look what he said about her little giggle. Genesis 18, 13, 14 says, And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Shall I surely bear a child since I am old? This is King James Version. Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Is anything too hard for the Lord? He asked that question. Now, that's not just a question for Sarah. That's a question that is also directed at us. It's about our faith. We pray, we believe, we wait, we wait, we wait, and we wait a little longer. And like Sarah, when it seems that that dream has shriveled up, we laugh at the possibility of it ever being able to come to pass. We can give up, but before you do, be honest with yourself and ask God the same question he asked. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything you can't do, God? Is any situation too hard for you, God? So let's be honest. The correct answer is no. There is absolutely nothing that God cannot do. We have to get all of the past out of our mind and focus on that statement. Nothing is too hard for God. You know, we can start thinking, oh, it's been too long. It's just not meant to be. I'm not good enough for that. You know, forget the excuses. Just believe God. He never asked Sarah to believe him. He spoke something over her life, and it came to pass. You know, God could have used several tones when he was talking, you know, and when he asked those questions, he could have used the accusatory term. Why did Sarah laugh? Or the, I don't believe she doesn't believe me tone. He would have said, why did she laugh? I can't believe you can't believe me. Whatever the tone he used, I'm just glad he continued his plan. 
and was not so upset with Sarah that he did not give her a child simply because she laughed when he said it. Even at that very late time in her life, it was impossible, but it was only impossible with man. He just told Abraham what was going to happen. I know I switched up versions on you, but I love to study and read different translations of the same passage. That was the New King James Version. And God said at an appointed time, his Kairos time, the time of life. And I I would take that to mean that the normal pregnancy time and the time that it took to, to birth that child, that's when he would come back and she would have that child. Sarah's unbelief had nothing to do with God fulfilling his promise. Guess what? Our unbelief has nothing to do with God fulfilling his promises to us. Isaac was truly a miracle baby. But guess what? The miracle really didn't stop with Isaac. Sarah saw her son grow up to become a man. She had him at 90, but she saw him grow up to become a man. Is anything too hard for God? I think not. Nothing is too hard for God. If God said it, it's going to happen. It's not going to happen in your timing. It's going to happen in his timing. So ask yourself the question, what dream has shriveled up for you? Because the season has passed and you feel that it's impossible for this to happen simply because you're too old. And that's in your mind. We don't have the finances. I'm really broke. I don't know the right people. I can't network. Or simply, we feel we don't deserve it. Whatever. Pick your, pick your poison there. Unless God says no, keep praying. Keep believing. God can and will do the impossible. Even for you. And for me, he's still the same God. He hasn't changed. Nothing is impossible with God. Remember that the next time God speaks something into your life and you laugh, remember, he hears that little giggle or that little sly laugh you just did to yourself. God hears everything, but God is an awesome God that can do anything. Now it's time for our food for thought. Food for thought comes from Psalm 55:22. Turn your burdens over to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will never let the righteous person stumble. When life brings heavy burdens that seem to weigh you down, don't give up. Every day, start your day with a prayer. God will hear you. Burdens come to remind us that life is not perfect. We have a God who is always there for us, rain or shine. Keep your head high. Don't look down as if you're defeated because God has everything under control. The God we serve is a heavy load carrier and a heavy burden carrier. God knows everything about what you're going through and he will take care of you. Some scriptures to think about. 
Luke 137, for nothing will be impossible with God. Philippians 413, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Isaiah 4029, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. And finally, Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Have a wonderfully blessed day.